Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Chile Talk. I'm your host, Hella Chile. Today, I got one of my good friends from Portlandia, Oregon. But before I introduce her, I'm going to roll the intro. So today's guest is my friend Michelle Hack from Portland, Oregon. How are you, Michelle? I'm just going to let her introduce herself. How are you? Thanks for having me on your show. Excited to be here and talk with you today. It's been a while since, you know, we've caught up and since we've seen each other, too. Yeah, it's good to see you. It's been like a year flew by real quick. It just seemed like a year ago. I mean, yesterday we were just was hanging out in New York City. You came to visit and... Um, I was in Portland uh, as well during, a, I think it was New Year time, right? Or Yeah, we were in Seattle. Kind of New Year-ish. So I just wanted to, you know, catch up with you and um, talk about your uh, your new business and your, your current career situation as well as yeah, a little bit about, you know, just tell our viewers uh, who you are, you know. you know. So who is Michelle Hack? Like, um, I know we've been friends for a long time on Facebook and stuff, and uh, it was only till last year until I hit you up and invited you to a party and you actually showed up, so... The rest of this is history, so now we're good friends, and um, yeah, so it's a lot to talk about. So tell tell me about how it was like growing up in like uh, Portland or the Pacific Northwest. You're from Portland, or did you come from like Washington? I'm from Monterey. I'm a Portland native, um, still oh. here. Uh, lots of changes in Portland. Just yeah. Pushed out here, um, but it's it's nice. I have my my opinions about gentrification but you know it happens yeah i think gentrification is happening everywhere like nationwide so portland oregon so um you're half dominican tell us about your uh your parents so my mom's cambodian she's Khmer, and my dad's dominican um my parents actually met at ecc portland community college in english class um and, you know, the meeting, I came out of that relationship. And I have a brother as well. Um, but I was raised Khmer, so I speak and understand Khmer more than I do with my um, Dominican side. So I don't speak Spanish. So I'm learning. I know a little bit. <laughs> yeah, never too late to learn. Um, so um, you have siblings or are you an only child? I have siblings. I have a total of four sisters and one brother. Dope. So, and yeah. are you like the middle, the oldest, youngest? Uh, with my mom in the middle. My dad, I'm sort of middle oldest. So second oldest, I would say. And what was it like growing up in Portland? I had a really good childhood. Um, normal childhood. I played sports. So, you know, I don't... I have a big family, so a lot of cousins around, you know, that was really nice. Um, Portland is a white city, <laughs> let me yeah. just say that. So it's not really <laughs> diverse, um, which is unfortunate, in my opinion. Um, what else? Portland. Hmm. I'm ready to leave Portland, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Like most most of my friends live over there, so it's like I always have a little soft spot for Portland. It's always cool to visit, but I did notice it change over the years. You know, like like the nightlife was, is not as popping as it was. Like back in the day, like the early two thousand, it was so fun going to Barracuda with my homies, like the ends <laughs> and everybody. So it's like those are some good memories from in my twenties. You know, 
back in my clubbing phase. But um, how you been holding up during the pandemic? How's it? How's how's it affected your like your life, your day to day routine? Or were you still fortunate enough to still work? And just, you know. So, beginning of the year, I got a new job. And that was end of January. And I was supposed to start in May. Or not May, March. Mm-hmm. And the pandemic started. And unfortunately, my training for my new position was on pause. So, I wasn't working for about like a month and a half or so. And then mid-April, I started working a little bit. And then... Work stopped for me end of June, and then work picked back up end of July. So now I'm working more consistently and um, finally settled into my new role. And yeah, I've just been working and different. You know, during a pandemic, it's a little more challenging. I would say starting a new job. Um, You know, your life is already upside down. Lots of changes already on top of a new job. Um, and I work in healthcare where it's constantly changing, like every day. Yeah. Things are finally looking up. Um, hopefully it stays that way and gets better. Um, but yeah. Congratulations on your new job. What were you doing before? I was working at a child abuse center. I was there for about two years or so and then before that I was working in the emergency room so now I'm at a job where um, I'm just working in the medical facility just doing admin registration stuff which I enjoy awesome Uh, so I would say um, because I wasn't working during that time frame this year it actually inspired me to kickstart kickstart my business doing eyebrows so Awesome. So, that was like, the motivating factor that I needed, unfortunately. Um, I needed to keep busy. I'm the type of person I don't like being at home. I'm a busybody. I like going out and like meeting people and um, being active. Um, being stagnant was really hard for me mentally. So, I needed something to focus on. And that's what I focused on. And now I'm at a point where um, I'm doing brows at home for family and friends. And it's going pretty well. And I have opportunities in front of me that are really great. And I'm really grateful about. That's awesome. So how'd you get into brows? Well, growing up in a household full of women, um, I remember just like watching my aunt, my mom, just like getting ready for those client parties. You know, it was like almost every Mm -hmm. Saturday. So that really inspired, you know, my interest in beauty. And specifically eyebrows, because growing up, I had horrible thick eyebrows. And um, it was, you know, just really noticeable where at some point in my life, I was teased about it. And when I did finally get them on, get them done, probably around like 12 years old or something, I was just intrigued. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, how can eyebrows change the frame of your face and like you just look mm. so good and it made me really happy and it helped build my confidence and that's you know that's how I want other people to feel how, how's your how's business been it's good um it's a little hard because I'm working at the same time you know in healthcare mm-hmm. and I don't have a set schedule so that's a little bit challenging as far as 
having a routine and um, building a set schedule for my side business. Right. But, are you like in call? Like, do people call you, or how does that work? You just um, show up to them, or do they go to you? <laughs> you know, sometimes I meet people out there. You know, mm-hmm. however we meet people nowadays, it's a little more challenging. Um, but word of mouth, I have my Instagram page, and a lot of my friends and family clients share my profile, and yeah, that's that's how awesome. I'm Let's let's promote your Instagram page. I'll put it on the screen. What's the name of your IG for your your brow business? It's called Archimy Brows. Arch um, Archimy. Arch it, it looks like Archimy, but it's mm-hmm. or Archimy, but it's Archimy. So it's spelled A R C H M Y, or E M Y. Okay. Well, uh, tell us about the name behind that. Well, what did you just decide to go with that name? What does it mean? So I originally wanted to name my business. What was it? Alchemy? Alchemy brows? Um, but I felt like that was too common. And, you know, I was looking around social media, exploring the internet. And I know it was okay. Like, I need something that's a little bit different. But I, I really gravitate towards that word because of the meaning behind it. So alchemy means um, taking something extra. Some, something ordinary and turning it into extraordinary. So I kind of envision that with eyebrows, where it's like people have eyebrows; they're great, but we can even make it more great by enhancing it. Um, I like it. That was the, the meaning behind that that word. So my partner, my boyfriend, was like, "Well, why don't you do archimy?" And I was like, "That's perfect." Like the arch in your eyebrows? Yeah. <laughs> it's like nice and light, a play on words. I like, I like it. Yeah. That's dope. He's supportive of you? Yeah. So make sure you guys follow her. You guys in the 503 or just uh, surrounding neighborhood like areas too. Vancouver. Hit up uh, Michelle for some brow work. I also do house calls too. So if you're not able to come to me, I can come to you if you're within the local area. Um so that's been working out pretty well for some of my clients too. If they don't want to leave their home or if they have children, mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty flexible as long as we communicate, we can work something out. That's cool that you. Uh, I feel like a lot of people are like learning uh, artists, like they're executing their plan during this pandemic. Like, have you gotten time to like, you know, get creative or just like you know, learn new things? Um. Or just explore, travel, <laughs> explore. Well, you can't really travel with the travel restriction. Oh, traveling! I'm so heartbroken about that. Yeah. Travel, and that's probably something that I'm really struggling with during this pandemic. And I know traveling is, is a privilege, you know, being able to do that. Um. So, I'm hoping it doesn't. I don't foresee it changing anytime soon probably not within the next year but maybe in a couple of years hopefully travel will go back to normal but um yeah i've um i've replaced that need by like you know focusing on my eyebrows um doing a lot of self-care spiritual inner work i'm a big advocate on that um especially during these times you know you should really take care of yourself emotionally mentally also physically um yeah, that's those are the things that I've been focusing on. I'm not much of a cook, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but I will cook. <laughs> right. 
What do you like about living in the Northwest? I would say the variety of the environment that we get, like as far as like, you know, the season, we have fall, we have winter, which is, you know, not as severe as, you know, New York City or maybe Chicago, but we get, you know, somewhat of the teens of winter here. Spring, summer, um, yeah, we get a taste of it all. And that's what I enjoy. And outdoor living, um, there's a lot of outdoor adventures here that you can, if you're into that, you can do. Yeah, a lot of mountains, uh, waterfalls, all that good stuff. We have, that's what I love about the Northwest, too. We get all four seasons, we got really good summers. Yeah, and the, yeah. you know, the heat's not too bad here. It's not too humid. I feel like it's just right. It's perfect. Yeah. Besides the the wildfires that that were going on, how how how, how was that for you? Um, like when when I saw pictures of like Portland red on some some pictures, I was like, is it still? It has it cleared up some, or is it still kind of smoky out there from uh the fires? So I think it's been about over a week now since hmm. the wildfire started. Um. It's still a little bit smoky. It looks like overcast and mm. you know, the brownish tone to in the sky. Um, the smoke, not as bad. I found like the smell goes mm. not too bad now. I think it's finally starting to clear out. But in the beginning, yeah, it was it was strong. Like you can probably I smelt it through our our vents in the house. So. Wow. Yeah, hopefully, we definitely need some rain, you know. It hasn't rained yet since, so. Um, I don't think it's rained enough. Wow. It's still there, but not enough to clear out the smoke and cool. put out the fire. Wow. That's crazy. I was just talking to my mom, and, you know, she said it was pretty bad. I guess, like, people were, like, lighting random spots on fire too in like Seattle Tacoma area like like what what are they up to? It's crazy. I don't know what the what's yeah, going on. Did they have some sort of meeting like, oh let's go burn some the woods. It was like all happened at the same time it seemed. You know? Yeah. I don't know. This this year has been something else. <laughs> yeah. It's like wait, there's more, you know? So I, <laughs> you know you don't know what to expect to share. So hopefully things will get better, man. I just Stay healthy, you know, just um, just take care of yourself and your families, you know. What's your what's your goals in the next few years? Do you plan so, on staying in Portland or are you trying to move to a different state or? I feel like Portland will be my home base, but I don't see myself living here for the rest of my life. Um, I've always wanted to move out and, you know, try something new. And I am sticking, you know, my foot to that and a big goal that I have for myself. Um, but, you know, I obviously have some things that I'm working on here and I would like to, um, you know, do them and accomplish them as far as, you know, my eyebrow business. I would love to get a kickstart here in Portland and, you know, move forward with that full time eventually and, do a lot more. Awesome. Yeah, I was just about to ask you, are you planning to open your own little shop for 
eyelashes, your own little spot? Potentially. Um, I have a few people that have reached out to me um, that have given me opportunities that are really great. And um, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm a team player. So, like, I like working with people. And at the same time, like, I like being my own boss. <laughs> I feel you. So, it, it just depends what's on the table, you know. Um, but I definitely have a, a life that I would like to live. And that's um, financial freedom and also having the flexibility to do what I want as far as, like, traveling and taking time off. Um, I, I'm not in that nine to five mindset anymore. Like I definitely moved out of it and geared towards like, the business mindset. What are some, Michelle, what are some of your uh, favorite places you uh, travel to? Since I see you travel a lot, like it, is there a, give me like a top five destinations you've been to. And I'll, after that, um, tell some places that you've never been and you would like to check out one day. Um, well, I haven't really done much international travel um, the only international travel I've done is going to Dominican Republic. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, as far as like within the U.S., you know that New York is my favorite place. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is that the top? Uh, no place like New York. I, I love New York, so that's cool to hear from you. Um, New York is number one. Like I, I love that place. What do you like about New York so much? Name some things. Why, why, what are some reasons why people should visit New York? Or Well, the culture, the people, the food, the lifestyle. Like, There's so much to offer there. And if you want to feel alive, go to New York City. Like, I've never felt more alive than like, every time I'm there. I just I love it. It just Adventure. feels right. Easy, easy to get around. Um, well, before the pandemic, I, I take the subway every, every, everywhere. And uh, did you like the subway? Because it's kind of hit or miss. Some people like uh, you know they you know do or don't you know, it's, especially people that are visiting because they're they're used to Ubering around everywhere or driving around. But I just got so used to it. I don't have to worry about DUI. I just get on the train, get lit, whatever. Boom, boom, and it's fast. You get anywhere in the city under 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 thirty, forty minutes. You know. No matter where you're at, Brooklyn, New York, um, Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, whatever. It's a pretty, uh, I like the system. Yeah. I re- I don't mind taking the subway, but I haven't done it myself yet, just by myself. Um, you know, I, I live in the Northwest where I'm privileged and I have a car and I'm able to commute within mm. my, you know, my home car. So you haven't taken uh, the, what's the, what's the, uh, the Portland train system? What's Max. it called? The Max? Have you taken it? Max. Uh, but like, I take it once. I think Portland. just to try it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. um, I think the map is fairly easy. Yeah, I have this like idea that New York is so big and like I'm gonna get lost and there's so many people. So I have, I guess, I just have that fear. Mm-hmm. New York maybe- is big. It's huge, but uh. I've been here so long, it feels like a big, small city to me because everything's so compressed. Like, you could walk from one neighborhood to another neighborhood within, like, 10 blocks. It's crazy. So, like, in, in Washington, you know, it's like you have to drive a car from West Seattle <laughs> to South Seattle. It's like 20, 30 minutes sometimes. So it's different, you know? That's it's more slower paced. 
slower pace, more laid back, more mellow. In New York, I have anxiety. I've never had anxiety until I move out here. I feel like I'm always in a hurry. This, the, the, this quicksand on the, the hourglass is running out. I have to be somewhere, but I really don't have to be nowhere. I just, I, I just develop anxiety over here, like a fast pace. Uh, like, I don't even walk like I used to. I walk hella fast. I walk, like, super speed walking, and I get mad when someone, like, cuts me off on the sidewalk or something, you know? Just, just, just living here ten years, just, I just became adapted to the the fast life, the New York, the New York minute. Living <laughs> the slow life, at least you're on your hustle. Yeah, the hustle and bustle. I feel like this is a home. This is where I belong. But I always miss the Northwest every day because I have all my family there in Seattle, all my friends in, in Portland. You know the people I kick it with. You know, you know. The, every time I'm in Portland, now you know it's, just, it's the same. The usual suspects, Narendra, Law, all of them. Those are my boys. Those like people I grew up with. So it was cool. Like you know when we hung out to uh, Cannon Beach. You know, yeah. we uh, you know that was fun uh, last summer. So tell us about Oregon beaches. Like some of the best. Scenery in the world, I think. You know, it's really uh, uh, underrated. Cannon Beach and uh, Oceanside. Wow. Yeah. You love the beach. So tell us tell us about Oregon and like, why, they, why they should go visit the beaches over there, the Oregon coast. Well, for starters, we have a couple beaches um, that are pretty well-known in the Northwest area. Um, we have Cannon Beach, which is the top two, in my opinion, would be Cannon Beach and Seaside. I prefer Cannon Beach. Um, Cannon Beach, it's not the beach that you're thinking of where, like, you go there and you're, you know, bikini, you're swimwear, and you're laying out. Obviously, it's a little bit more chilly majority of the year. Um, you go in your hoodie, sneaking, whatnot, and it's a vibe, like, beautiful view, sunset, sunrise, and it's really therapeutic. Actually, you know, the beach is one of my favorite places because of that reason. You need to, you know, clear your mind, whatnot. I agree. Is that how far? About two hours, I would say. From Portland? To- oh, where you live. From Portland. From Portland to. Oh, yeah, it was kind of a trek. I remember yeah. now. Cannon Beach. It was some good times. I mean, I shot a little vlog over there. It was fun. So, you want, so you want to eventually. Um, do brow full time? Is that your passion, or do you still want to do healthcare and plus the brow business as well? Or maybe so, if- I will tell you right now, um, healthcare is not in my future. I've exhausted my time. Yeah. Um, hmm. I've been in healthcare probably since I was sixteen. I started volunteering, hmm. and you know, it's been over ten years now, and I've just outgrown my position there. And um, doing eyebrows—that's what feels right for me. I feel good about that, and like that is what my um, how do I say this? Passion. Yeah, and like it feels like it's my purpose. Like that's what I'm meant to do. It just feels right. It's not really an explanation or a way to explain it. Totally. Um, I enjoy. You love it. what you do. And it, it comes naturally to me. Um, I love learning about it and just looking forward to just getting better. Honestly, like, yeah. I feel like that that business, like that field, where like brow or like you know nail nails and brows, and like it's kind of recession proof. Like there's always women that would need their brows done. It's really it's like an essential. You know, it's like we me as a male, I never know. Like you know, I'm, 
You know, we don't have to worry about our brows and nothing like that. But like, I feel like the brow business will always be around, no matter what's going on in the world, no matter yeah. what recession. People, right. it's like girls; they got to put on their, you know, they got, they, you know, they got, they got to be on fleek when they step out the crib just to go get some hot chips from Walgreens. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's serious. Wearing a mask. That's really good. For so, sure. Uh, your your eyebrows look good. Um, I'm glad you like. You didn't like over sculpt them when it's too skinny, like it was a line. You know, that's 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 my thing. Like, yeah, I don't know how how, how some girls just go like, whoop, yeah. yeah, with the jeans, you know. Um, but. so you do your own eyebrows too? You look in the mirror and just do it, or how, is that how, how do you just start? Like, uh, you just have uh, people like volunteer, or how do you start? Like, because I think I've seen on your your page, uh, any models, you know, models wanted or something? Is that yeah? So right now, I'm taking practice models. Um, just getting more practice and getting familiar with different skin types mm. uh, and also hair types. That's you know that's a valuable piece to creating the perfect brow is understanding mm. that and knowing what products to use and whatnot. Um, so I'm just you know getting practice in that field so that way and gaining more skills and um, I want to be well rounded in this field so. Um, I started out doing practice models first. Cool. So just brows? You don't do eyelashes or just, just straight brows? So my specialty is eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Um, I do waxing as well, but I don't really advertise that um, mm-hmm. because it's not something that I want to be known for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like upper lip, underarm, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, body waxing. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Brows. Archimy. Archimy. Archimy on Archie. IG. Yeah, Archimy. Is it one word or is there like a what? dash? Is it one word or is it like a dash? It's A-R-C-H-E-M-Y. And it's, sorry, I said Archimy. It's Archimy. Archimy. Okay, cool. Archimy. Cool. Archimy Brows. That's the handle name. What are some of your favorite Kamai foods? <laughs> Let's switch it up. Um, I like Bahokti. Bahokti. Um, yes, Bahokti. That's mm-hmm. says the, the pork. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would ask my mom to make it because I don't know how to obviously make it. But yeah, I love eating that with rice and like veggies, especially cucumbers. Yeah, it goes really well together. Bahokti. I didn't really like it as a kid, but like as I grew older, it became became the business. I like it. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, hot pot? Yaohan? Yaohan, yes. That's probably my other favorite. And I like stir-fried crab. I don't know. There's a lot of favorite things that I like. <laughs> so, uh, Bahokti, your number one, your top? Yeah. Wow. That's cool to hear. <laughs> mine's use mine's salam with you but everyone knows that. Um this is so much good cuisine in our culture that it's hard to say one. <laughs> right. Okay, what's let's let's ask about uh what's your favorite Dominican food? Since you're you know, con cat, you know. I love uh, Dominican food by the way, if you didn't notice when we went to oh, yeah. El Bella Campo and Bay Ridge. 
I ordered the pig feet stew. <laughs> I love that. That's one of my favorites. Um, my favorite Dominican food. Hmm. It's probably like some chicken stew with rice. Yeah. I love the salami and plantain. So salami and plantain? Plantain? Yeah. yeah, and they have their good breakfast too, the mangoo. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, I think New York has, like, the best uh, Dominican food. Yeah, there's no Dominican food out here. Not yet. <laughs> you got you to... Gotta, you gotta complain. Maybe someone, someone has to. There's got to be some sort of Dominican chef out there somewhere. No? no. Dang Portland, where you at? Yo, Portland, we need Dominican food ASAP. Ah. Michelle said, "Run and tell that. Let's <laughs> make it happen." So, um, what type of foods do they have that that are cl- close? Maybe what type of Latin food they got? They got Puerto Rican food or Colombian food? Definitely yeah, Puerto Rican uh, food art. Um, I would say. Pretty close to Dominican food. Mm-hmm. Man, you would think Portland would have everything. I feel like Portland's a food city, but if they don't got a Dominican restaurant or, you know what I mean? They, they got work to do. <laughs> but, yo, your lighting is on fleek, though. I, ne- I, may, I might have to get me a ring light. <laughs> yeah, it's cool that, you know, I just thank you for, like, you know, taking time out your day to... To get on Chili Talk, you know, like I want to use this platform to like, you know, you promote my peoples, you know, whether big or small, you know, new business, especially, you know, I want to, you know, help, help, help you grow. I want to see you win. I know you're going to win. And I think browse is a good field to be in. And, um, you know, I'm going to recommend all my homegirls in the, the Northwest. You know I mean, Michelle Hack is the name. Uh, Archimy. <laughs> Archimy. Archimy. Archimy, but it's Archimy. So Archimy is the IG page. Um, <laughs> so what's the best way to reach you for some browse service? Uh, is it just through the page or is, do you advertise it on IG only or you word of mouth, maybe Facebook page? Do you have a Facebook business page yet? I do not. Maybe maybe uh, that's something to think of. I think Facebook's still one of the biggest platforms there there is okay. for like your business. So like like Facebook for me, like I have I have like the most followers on Facebook, but um, I think I think it'd be smart to make a business page on Facebook. Yeah, or can you just get it started? Just just make you know, just park it, you know what I mean, and then work yeah. on it later. Just 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 to claim the name. What if someone comes in and takes it? You know, they'd be like, or can you never know, man. <laughs> never know. <laughs> Yeah, so right now, Instagram is probably the number one place to reach me. Um, if you're following me on my personal page, you can also reach me there mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, yeah, just Instagram at this moment. Hopefully, I'll move on to other platforms such as Facebook. Um, so, yeah, just keep an eye out for that. And cool. Have you been yeah. using a... IG Reels, yeah, I've been I've been using IG Reels a lot, and I think it'll be like kind of cool for your business, like, like you know, it's like fifteen seconds, and maybe you could do like some fifteen second you know demo on someone or something, just be like, and then put your phone number or just like you know your business number, or whatever, or like your your handle or or email or something. I've been using IG Reels as a like a promo tool, and it's been it's been doing well. Like I don't know why, just the views are are, are higher on the real. I, it's probably because it loops and it's only fifteen seconds, so people have short attention spans. So like, and it shows up on its own discovery page. It's like its own little TikTok. You yeah. know what I mean? Are you on uh, TikTok? 
uh, I have TikTok, but here's the thing. I'm not really tech savvy. Mm-hmm. So for the longest time, I didn't know how to make a TikTok. I just learned how to TikTok. This is different. It's like a whole video editing suite on there. It's, it's advanced. Um, so I just learned it. Uh, I, uh, TikTok. The TikTok. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really advanced. So I think um, it's a good tool, too, because I go on there. Like People think it's all like dance routines, but I go on there to learn about you know tech, about music mixing. Like There's so many people that give valuable advice on like, they'll be like 10 things you didn't know about the your iphone i'm like what i could do that with my phone it's like you know this could be educational but you know i like watching the dance you know routines too you know but i don't think i'll i mean i've done a few dance routines but not on tiktok so i don't know if i'm ready for that yet you know why not i just do it for fun you know like on like the you know my old school dance challenges on facebook you know but i don't want to be known as a dancer like you said like yeah i don't want to be known to do you know something that it's not my thing you know what i mean i dance just for shits and giggles but like you know, it's not my thing. I'm not a professional dancer or nothing, but I'll do it for fun. For sure. I mean, if there's something that I think that would be cool to just to do for fun, I'll do it. But I, I won't, you won't catch me doing no wop. You know what I mean? <laughs> you won't catch me on the ground. Wop, wop, wop. Nope. Not me. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the dance move for that. Like, I haven't been on TikTok in so long. <laughs> it's like 90% of TikTok. If you scroll, everybody's doing it. <laughs> But some of them are creative, you know. I feel like social media is is a fun platform, you know. You see dudes doing it, and then like the girl walks in. Oh, they pretend to do push ups or whatever. Or just <laughs> it's cool. It's yeah. How do you feel about social media? Like you know, the digital age. Are are we are we like? I think we're you know we're. I think the the digital age is different, and it's like it's 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 helpful to you know to to people for the businesses or just. People, content creators is a good tool to just get out there, you know, put yourself out there and a learning tool as well for me. Um, you know, if you use social media, um, I personally am very mindful about who I follow and that way I'm filtering out the stuff that I'm absorbing. Um, mm-hmm. So it could be a good and a bad thing. It just depends on the type of, um, you know, exposure that you're getting. But it's for sure, it's a great thing, social media. Um, it's definitely created a lot of opportunities for people um, as far as, like, being an entrepreneur, putting out their business, connecting with people, um, expressing their thoughts, you know, all those things. Um, so yeah, it's it's a new wave. It's you know what ahead, and I don't see it going away. I agree. I, lo- I love social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Michelle. I just want to also thank you for being my leading lady in my dime music video. You know yeah. that that sounds special to me because it's like super old. You know, I I recorded during the whole MySpace era, like when T Pain came out. So that's why I kept it original. I kept it. The heavy auto tune was purposely. I, I like that sound when when it came out, and it was popular in MySpace. So, um, Dime was a to me. I thought it was a catchy song, and it was kind of popular in MySpace. So I felt like you know why not just do something different and just do kind of like a throwback music video. Like, like if this music video was to come out today, how would it be? And you know, and what's cool about you is like if I asked you to do something, you're like you you you're totally down for it. You know, Wait, a, you know me like i want to support my friends and you know if 
that's what they want to do, if I can be a part of it and help them out, then why not? Yeah, and it came out good. Shout out to Spring Roll for helping film the video. So everything worked out. It was a good. It was a good day too. It was like uh went to the roller rink in uh, Brooklyn Bridge Park in Dumbo, which is a beautiful views. One of my favorite places in New York City. That pier, that whole pier was cool. Mm-hmm. And, and um, how, how how was it like? Uh, just just being in a music video. Did you feel uh, nervous or anything? You're just just having fun, huh? Felt like yeah. just the whole day went smooth. Yeah, it was. I, I yeah. feel like I take direction well. Um, it felt natural. It was fun. Like I, I didn't have any issues with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cool concept video too. Like I just wanted it to be like a good date, you know, like a good date at the park. Like how what we would do. Like, I didn't want to do any singing or performance shots. Just kind of like act it out. I've I've never done a music video like that. So that was my first music video to have just no like lip singing. You just it's kind of like a. I wanted to look like a like a reminisce, like a you know like a daydream type, dreamy you know music video. So, so we you know. We had pizza and then we went to that bar as well. <laughs> Which bar? Oh yeah, and then downtown. I totally. F- oh yeah, the bar, the ending, the last spot, right? Was that the yeah. last spot? Yeah, we ended it there. Yeah, I think towards yeah. the end, we, we all were like tired. We're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a hot summer new york humid summer day too yeah 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 it was later in the evening we started out in the morning mm-hmm. and i think we were running late <laughs> yeah but. dope yeah so i i for the most part i got pretty good feedback you know and um and uh you know a lot of a lot of people from hometown shared so it made me feel good so it was like you know you know how how did how did your family friends and family react to it they they were, they were like yay yeah, you go girl or how, how did they, 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 were they cool with it or what? Your, your, your mom cool with it or what? Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Shout out to your mom. so mean. I got, I got to meet your, your family one day. Yeah. Seems like you have a big family. Like I see pictures, like you'd be having some big gatherings. Yeah. Pretty big family. Um, my mom has, I think, seven siblings, including herself. And then, you know, each of my aunt and uncles, they have probably at least two or three kids, not the least. And some of my cousins already have children. And yeah, it's definitely growing. I'm in the generation where, like, you know, my age group, mm-hmm. they're having children or having more children. So the family's just expanding. Yeah. <laughs> So when are you getting married with the boo thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's I'm cool. Not in a rush to, huh? uh, I'm not in a rush to have children or get married. Yeah. But, uh, that's that's what's up. That's it's cool. I'm glad you found love. You know, like a year ago, you, you were single. So it was like, you know, I'm happy for you. And it seems like you're happy. I can see you glowing. And he seems like a nice gentleman. Shout out to him. <laughs> He's Dominican, yeah. too. So That's what's up, yeah. And, and he cooks for you, too? Shoot. He's a keeper. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I'm looking forward, you know? I'm looking forward to meet him, too, you know? If, you know. As well, so. Yeah, yeah. So he makes music, too. So that's what's up. So we'll probably have, you know, some stuff to talk about. I'm, I'm always talking music. I, music is, like, my, my, my passion, so, like, I have a lot of musical guests on here, so it's like I could talk music for hours, you know. So yeah. you're gonna have, you're gonna see some episodes where it's all music 
music talk too so so yeah so this is like you know it's cool to have a conversation with you and just people and just you know get to know people on a personal level and also share their story you know and you know whatever profession like a lot have a lot of different type of uh people from different walks of life you know like so it's kind of like every 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 week is different so <laughs> i think it's a good like change of pace and i, I think you know definitely want to show love to like the small businesses like the brows definitely want to talk to some donut shop owners you know stuff like that you know or even like you know small businesses even black businesses whatever it don't you don't matter like i always want to show love to our Khmer people and stuff but i i wanted this to be uh for everybody you know like i want you know i want to just just have a podcast and just invite guests or even guests even guests reach out to me and just like, yo, they tell me their story. I'm like, yo, let's get on, you know? So it's like, I you know. Remember you telling me about you wanting to start this about a year ago. Yeah, right? You remember that? Yeah. Shoot. And um, fast forward, like a year later, look where you are. It only took the coronavirus <laughs> for me to like, yo, get off my ass and do something with my life. Because, <laughs> yo, you know, I'm not going to lie. This pandemic got me panicking. I didn't know what to do. Because um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think it was... I downplayed it. I didn't think it was going to last this long. And and I was working. Like, you see me go to work every single day. So it was like for me to like, oh, shit, I can't even get on the train now because they said, you know, lockdown. So I didn't even know that I was going to even like, because I do 1099. I didn't even know I was going to even qualify for unemployment. So I did it and I actually got blessed because this year they're actually blessing the people that um 1099s. So I'm like, what? Boom. <laughs> that saved my life. So I kind of took the money i bought me a little lens i bought that little lighting in the back just to yo let's just do this podcast and see how where it goes and now i have like 20 episodes in the tuck in the chamber and then tw- the year 2020 is covered every week i drop uh, an episode on saturday so it's like this year is covered but I'm, I'm still gonna i'm not gonna slow down i'm still gonna like do my thing you know have time to do other things like my music my comedy that's not gonna stop i'm gonna still be me but I, I could just chill. Every week, I just take a break and just do one episode. I edit one episode and get it ready for the next week. So, But I'm also like, if, if guests come, you know, like, I'm not, you know, if you know, have a good get opportunity to interview somebody, I'm going to interview it. And then, you know, it's all in the shovel. It's not in order. So it's like, I just go by feeling, you know. Maybe this week, like, I don't decide who's my guest for next week till like, the day, a few days before. Like, hmm, today seems like a G-Funk Supreme week. <laughs> You know, it's a Michelle Hack week. You know, I think we actually plan go with the flow. Are you a go with the flow kind of person. Yeah, yeah, I that's who I am. Talk about it sometime in August, and then look, we're like mid September. We're finally doing it. And you know what? That's how life is. Like, just go. And look at you though. You're like, you're like what? Five months into in your brows, or three, four months? Um, I started really going with the business in June. June, July. See, I suck at math. June, July, August, September. Three months. Yeah, it feels longer. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up, though, you know. You found something. You find your you know, your niche, your purpose. You find your purpose, and, you know, it's, it's only it's only, be- only the beginning, you know. And, you I know, mean, you're going to, as long as you have fun, man, just just have fun doing it, you know. Exactly. Everything, everything, will, everything will fall into place, you know. I feel like it's a good business to be in, you know. Definitely, you know, if I, you know, I mean, I have, I have other friends that are, like, in the brow business as well, like, in the East Coast. Like my homegirl, Bopa, she does that. 
So I, and she she always killing it too. So I I see, I see the potential. I think I think you're gonna kill it in Portland, for sure, for sure. You ever need your brows done? You do male brows too? Like, what can you do with my brow? I like my brow. I feel like if I modify it, it's, I'm not going to look the same. Let me see. <laughs> see, I like how it goes like that, kind of like a ninja. It goes like that, then it curves like that. <laughs> then one yep. time, like, like this barber tried to trim it. Like, it's like, I don't know about my eyebrows. Like, it doesn't grow back. So it's like, when they mess it up, I don't want them to mess it up, you know, forever. Like, I personally don't like to give too much shape when I'm mm -hmm. doing men's brows, but I mean, to each their own, if they would like more shape, that's perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, when I'm doing a, a man's eyebrow, um, mm -hmm. I just typically just clean it up. Just, it just pluck the, the ones that are just randomly, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm down. I'm. You can't You can't mess up my eyebrows, right? I'm at the age where, you know, like, shoot. No, I'm not here to impress nobody. So, um, what type of eyebrows? Like, like, do you do, like, micro needle to threading? And do you just, or do you just do, like, a certain style? Like, are, are there, like, different types of, uh, techniques? Like, what's your, uh, specialty? Or what do you do over at your, your biz? So, right now, I'm just doing, um, a wax and a tweeze service. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually, I would like to get into threading. That's probably my next goal that I would like to achieve. Um, then, yeah, I want to do animation. I haven't done that yet. What's that? Printing as well. What'd you say? What was it called? Clinting. Clinting. Huh? What was it called? <laughs> you said that that word something libation. Oh, lamination. Oh, lamination. I didn't hear it because, like, the, the sound. Oh. Is it still going in and out? Um, nah. It's just, like, sometimes, like, I don't know if it's the internet. It, like, it, like, sounds, like, digital distorted. Yeah, I hear, like, a little crackling. Yeah, I was, like, I don't know if it's my my end or your, your end. It could be, like, the, the internet. You're on Wi-Fi, right? It could be Wi-Fi. Yeah. I'm on, like, a direct internet, so I think I'm good. This is like the first uh, interview I've done in uh, like probably a couple of weeks. So I took like a little break because I felt like, yo, I got all these episodes. I'm good. <laughs> and then like, then I forgot, like I did reach out to you. Like when you're like one of the first people I reach out to because like, you know, in the beginning stages, like, shoot, who can, who can I even interview? You know, start up with my friends, you know, definitely got to start with JL. That's my day one. So it was like, so was, you know, I'm glad that you actually hit me back. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think you would want to be on it or like maybe you didn't, you know, now, now we're here. So it was like. Thank you for that. You know, it's like definitely, I think it'd be good for, for both of us. You know, it's content. It's also like, you know, people that I, that I, I care about, you know, yeah, like close, it. close friends for sure. I definitely want to put on people, even people like with, that don't have a following. Like a lot of my people that work behind the scenes, like, you know, like AP, you met law, a lot of beats, you know, I feel like. They're really underrated, and the people need to know their names. So they do. They're really involved with my music. So those episodes are dumb long. They're like two hours. It's like my whole childhood with them. So it's like I'm gonna have to edit it. But like I feel like you know, this is the year that people are gonna know who we are. I definitely want to show love to the people, like the you know the people behind the scene, like the producers or just the people that are really uh, they don't really have like an internet presence because they're not really social media savvy. You know what I mean? 
they're not yeah. out there like that. So I want I want them to know. So you know, just you know, I feel like damn, AP should be popping. He should be bigger than me. Like, I feel like he's way more talented than me. You know, that's how I, I that's how the love I have for my friends. Like damn, I I'm gonna my 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 goal is to to put him on top where he belongs. I feel like he has so much talent. He's like. A mainstream talent like, like if if Chris Brown sang his songs it would have been a platinum that's that's how I feel about my team and I think that's how that's how you should mess with the the people that you know your friends you know like the people that that got your back you know you gotta show love I feel it's important to to show love you know you just out of love you know I don't expect no nothing no money no nothing like that it's not all this not for money it's just it's just a platform it's just gonna be like a little diary like a like a Something you know, some episodes, a bunch of episodes, people could check out. You know, people that want to know about other, you know, whatever story, whatever person. It's gonna be like a hundred something episodes, you know. I think in the first year, or so, and it's uh, you know, I'm glad you're part of it, and you know, it's I'm growing slowly. You know, I don't expect you know crazy views or nothing like that, but it's like I feel like when you don't do it for views, you do it because you love it. I think it's eventually. People gonna rock with it, you know. Not everybody's gonna rock with it, but that's life, you know. I mean, podcasting in general, you know, you have to be a listener. <laughs> Actually, you have to listen to people, you know. Like, it could be because it's going on like Apple Podcasts, you know. They need people that are auditory listeners. Cause I just now started listening to other people's podcasts. <laughs> like, who would have thought I was gonna be like a podcaster myself, you know? Like, cause to me, I don't really have that, that attention span, but. But like, it seems like people's listening, yeah. <laughs> if you have, you know what I mean, people like like to listen. I feel I feel like podcasting is like the wave. Everybody's podcasting. That's all you have to do is just start. Like start with what you have and what do it with what you know and then you'll just get better along the way and you'll learn more and you know, you'll make changes while you are improving as well. So I think the most important thing is just to start. So if you have an idea or something's holding you back, stop overthinking it and just do it. I got these pod decks. They're they're my sponsor and um they're just like interview questions and I just wanna use them just to end this oh, uh, on a good note. <laughs> You know, so it's a cool if I uh, ask you some questions from these decks, just uh, you know, spice up this interview. Okay, the first question is, Michelle, what's the favorite? What's the favorite thing you bought this year? What was my favorite thing that I bought? Okay, this is gonna be really silly, but so you know, like the the car mount for your phone, mm -hmm. or yeah. So I I've never had one. <laughs> And I finally bought one this year, and it's so convenient because I'm like, you know, if I'm using GPS or something, I'm constantly like having to pick up my phone and look at it. Mm. So it's convenient. Yeah, it was a necessity. It's hands free, and it's uh, <laughs> it's you know, it's good. It saves you from having an accident. You know, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Yeah, that technology came out in like 2011 or something. Dang, girl, you late to the party, but that's a good answer, y'all. You made, yo, if you driving, don't drive and text. Make sure you get that mount. You know, you ask Siri where the hell you going. <laughs> if you got an iPhone, but if you Android, you ask Cortana. <laughs> I'm sorry, no shade to my Android folks. Is it Cortana or Google? Okay, Google. Okay, question number two. What do you val what do you value most in your friends? Genuine relationships with, you know, that's important to me. 
um, I need friends around me that are going to be genuine, that are going to tell me when I'm right and wrong, that are going to help me be a better individual, that are going to help elevate me and support me and encourage me. If, if you're not about that, then I don't have room for you in my circle. <laughs> I totally agree. Definitely, uh, I definitely um, agree with you because, you know, like me and my people, my group, I like, told them, like, yo, if I'm whack, tell me I'm whack. You know, especially <laughs> my team, like, yo, if I got to rewrite this song, tell me, you know. You know, I don't have yes men in my circle, you know. I like them kind of blunt. So that way, you know, they, they, they're looking to, they're looking out for me, you know what I mean? They make sure I don't, you know, they make sure I'm on point. And they tell me the truth is, is constructive criticism. And over the years, I've learned how to take and truck this good. And before, you know, you had that little ego. You know, be like, you know, you can't tell me nothing. I've been rapping for 30 years. What you mean? This shit sound good. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's their opinion as well. So I have two or three people I consult with before I make my final decision. So I got a whole squad. Because, you know, he might not like it, but my homeboy might like it, you know? And then at the end of the day, you, I think it's up to me to, like, I like it. <laughs> You know, it comes to a point where it's like, yeah. you know, what's right. Exactly. All right, let me ask a couple more. This, I, I like these uh, these podcast, pod decks because, like, you know, they break the ice, you know. They just make it fun. Okay. What is your most treasured possession? Hmm. I don't really have any attachment towards anything and, like, you know, objects or anything like that. Um, I would say my most prized possession would be maybe having my freedom, like being able to um, do me and like explore the world and be able to create and have no restrictions. I think that's that's important to me. I like that? it. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's a very good answer. Okay, um, what's your guilty pleasure? Uh guilty pleasure. Probably has to do with something with food. Probably like my comfort food, you know. Uh rice and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> As guilty? I mean, I think rice and eggs is not too bad. You know, it's not like it's unhealthy. It's not like it's 3,000 calories. It's not like it's, you know, macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, guilty, yeah, I mean. What do you consider your greatest achievement? Greatest achievement would probably be building the resilience in me. Um, building a what? Building the resilience in me, just overcoming things, overcoming adversity. Yeah, just you know, like life. Sometimes things knock you down, and it's up to you to get back up. So I think over time, like I built, you know, built my strength over time, and just became stronger. Certain things don't phase me no more. <laughs> like you know, a couple things. I think a couple years ago, something would bother me. Okay, let's make let's make this the last question, and uh, I think it's a good last question because it, it, it kind of wraps everything up. So, Michelle, if you could uh, send a message to the entire world, what would you say in thirty seconds? Um, I would say that 
I would say to keep pushing, practice self-care and self-love and check your circle. Make sure you're around people that are helping you become better, that are going to help you elevate. And you never know what's on the other side. So just stay positive. I like it. Straight to the point. You never know. I, I like that because I, 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 I always say it myself. Yeah. You never know if you don't try. And, um, yes. Yeah, one Great of my answer. favorite quotes, I think, um, it goes, why are you looking down for, if only you knew what was ahead, you wouldn't be. Well, say that again. I like that. It sounds good. Let me, let me try to comprehend. I said, why are you looking down for, if only you knew what was ahead, you wouldn't be. I like that a lot. Why are you looking down for? If only you knew what was ahead, you wouldn't be. Yeah, it's a great quote. Who should we quote? Is that from a, an author or some 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 dude? <laughs> yo, yo, it's it's, it's yo, it's, it's, it's facts. It's real. It's real. I like it a lot, and um, I think for the viewers, it's it's good. Uh, it's good advice. Good life tips. You know, and mental health is always what we got to look out for. Mental, physical, it all, it all, it all goes hand in hand. You know, like you know, I've been through my phases. You know, I'd be going through depression. Believe it or not, you know, there's the happiest dudes or they be the saddest dudes too. You know, I so think just there's, uh, stigma also. If I can touch base with this in the mm-hmm. community, where you don't, where it's, um, I guess, looked down upon if you're reaching out for help, such as going to therapy or seeking a counselor. Um, if you're in a position where you need professional help, do it. Like we're here to erase the stigmas and we're making changes for our future. Like, yeah, they're there for a reason. And, um, I can personally say that that has helped me a lot. Yeah. If you need help. Right. <laughs> reach out you know what i mean don't be ashamed you have yeah. your close friends but also like if you need professional help mm-hmm. you know reach out you know i think it's like you know it's suicide prevention month too i think by the time this episode comes it might not be but um <laughs> if you're ever thinking about you know i've i've had suicidal thoughts when in my in my teens but like i'm glad i didn't follow through because i've i'm the baby of my family so like i don't i don't i don't want to be selfish because my parents, you know, being Kamai is like we have a crazy history. So like, they brought us here so we could have a future. So like, if I, you know, I, I, I'm glad because like, you know, you have so much to live for, man. You know, you know, problems are temporary. You you can always overcome it, and you know, just uh, do what's right, do the right yeah. thing for you, yourself, and your family, man. Everything else don't matter. Yeah, for sure. Hi, this is Michelle, and I'm with Artemis Brows, and you're tuning into Toilet Talk. Thank you for your time. I'll see you guys on the next one.